<clears throat> well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is when you may be tuning in. This is Reverend Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and this is today's episode of Truth Tidbits. As we're just kind of going through this, the scriptures in various places throughout this year, last year we did a full Bible reading plan all the way through the, the scriptures, and I encourage you to maintain a reading through the Bible program of some kind. Always be getting a daily dose of the Word of God. It is the living bread for us. Praise God. But today, in Truth Tidbits, as I mentioned in the last episode, my heart has been grieved by some losses, some dear friends who have suffered great grief and great loss in the last uh, several days. And so the Lord laid a few things on my heart, and yesterday I mentioned a two-part message. It may end up being a third part tomorrow whenever I do another episode, but but today I want to look at this part, part two, and I'm going to be in a maybe an odd place for this kind of topic, but I hope by the end of this session that you will see why I'm here. In Ezekiel chapter 47, I want to read the first 10 or so verses. It says this, Ezekiel is having certain visions and and different prophetic dreams and so forth that the Lord is giving him these encounters. And this is one of those. And so this has a whole, you know, it has a, a literal interpretation and understanding. I'm not into that right now. I'm really using this today to show you this particular application that the Lord showed me years ago, and I believe it will help those of you that are suffering from grief and sorrow and loss. And so, you know, anybody that's hurting down deep inside, I hope this will be a blessing to you. So I'm just going to read and then I'll explain it. Ezekiel chapter 47, then he brought me back to the door of the temple and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east for the front of the temple faced east. The water was flowing from under the right side of the temple south of the altar. He brought me out by, (coughs) excuse me, he brought me out by way of the north gate and led me around on the outside to the outer gateway that faces east, and there was water running out on the right side. <coughs> Pray my voice will cooperate. And when the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, <coughs> he measured a thousand cubits. He brought me through the waters. The water came up to my ankles. Again he measured one thousand and brought me through the waters. The waters came up to my knees. Again he measured one thousand and brought me through the water. Through the water came up to my waist. Again he measured one thousand, and it was a river that I could not cross. For the water was too deep, water in which one must swim, a river that could not be crossed. He said to me, Son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. When I returned there, along the bank of the river were very many trees on one side and the other. Then he said to me, This water flows toward the eastern region. One goes, goes down into the valley and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, 
its waters are healed. And it shall be that every living thing that moves wherever the rivers go will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there. For they will be healed and everything will live wherever the river goes. It shall be that fishermen will stand by it from Engedi to to Eniglam. They will be places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be of the same kinds as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. Now, prophetically, this is a word in the section of Ezekiel that's speaking about the millennial reign of Christ, the messianic kingdom when the Messiah comes and rules here, and this river is going to be a beautiful thing. There will be a temple in Jerusalem, and it faces east. And if you know a little bit about the topography of Jerusalem and that area, the temple would sit in in Jerusalem, and then there's the Kidron Valley, and then on the other side is the Mount of Olives. Well, the Kidron Valley um, has a river that flows down, and it flows into the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea is the sea that it will flow down into. Now, the Dead Sea is called the Dead Sea because it's dead. It's nothing but asphalt right now. There can be no life in it. It gets it gets the waters from the river from Mount Hermon and the Jordan River and all of those rivers that converge into it, but it has no outlet. So therefore the water is stagnant. Life cannot be there right now. It's full of salt and minerals and other things. Um, but there's no life, like there's no fish or any of that kind of thing. You can't drink it or, you know, use it for those types of things. So this is talking about the time when Messiah will come and there will be a river of life, a living water river that will flow from the temple, from the throne, from Messiah on the throne and it will flow toward the east, then it will go down to the sea. That's what we just read. It will go down into the valley and enter the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters, meaning the sea's waters, are healed. And it shall be that every living thing that moves wherever the river goes will live. And then you go on down and it says, for they will be healed and everything will live wherever the river goes. Why is this important in discussing grief and sorrow and pain that we experience in this life? What in the world does this mean? What application can there be? Several years ago, I had a situation with a family member. And the Spirit of the Lord gave me this scripture as one of the things to pray for that particular family member. And that particular family member, there was, and I knew it. I knew that there was a place deep within that person that needed to be healed, and I could not touch that place. I couldn't help it. I couldn't do anything about it. But the Spirit of the Lord directed me to this. Because the Dead Sea, topographically, in the earth, is the lowest place on earth. 
and it is an area where things flow to it, but there's no outlet, and it is dead. It is stagnant. It has no life in it. And Jesus, what God is prophesying here is about this living river, this river of living water that will in time, and it will when Messiah comes and sets up his kingdom, this is going to literally happen. That's the ultimate fulfillment. But what I'm talking about today is an application of this passage in your life, just like it was in my life. After the Spirit of the Lord gave me this scripture, I began to pray that and pray in accordance with this in regard to that situation in my family. And God came through and the living water met the need. And so what I'm trying to tell you today is that there may be a place deep, deep, deep within you that appears to be and is, in fact, perhaps even a Dead Sea spot right now, especially if you are grieving, especially if you are enduring some kind of very deep, difficult situation that's bringing you pain and sorrow and deep anguish. Beloved friend, know this. The Lord knows that place. He knows that Dead Sea spot. In your heart, and He has the living water, the waters of life that can flow from His throne deep into that Dead Sea spot inside of you, and He can touch it and heal that place. Because it says right here, according to His word, so be it to you, my friend. And everything will live wherever the river goes. God has that river of living water that can flow into you, into your very being, into the depth of you. You may not even realize the depth of your anguish. You may not even realize the depth of the Dead Sea that is in you. But God does. He knows it. He sees it. He sees your pain. He bottles your tears. They are precious to him. Just like we talked about yesterday, how precious it is to him. And he will heal your broken heart. <clears throat> he will take all the pieces and hold them in his hand and stitch them one by one back together into a beautiful whole. And he will heal you of your wounds, those deep things. And it is through this water of living, this river of living waters, these living waters that will flow from his throne to the deepest, darkest, and deadest place inside of you and touch you. And by the Spirit of God, I ask in Jesus' name that this be true and be done and be realized in your life and in your heart, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ and you are hurting today, receive this word from the Lord in Jesus' name. I believe it's from the Lord that everything is going to live where the river flows. Thank God for the river of life. Welcome the rivers of living water and trust God and ask him to send that river deep within you and heal those deepest, darkest, deadest places inside 
your being. And he will be there for you and touch you in powerful ways. In Jesus' name, I pray God's blessing upon you. And I pray that this has been an encouragement to you today. God bless you in Jesus' name.